to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. I am Tyler Hayward. You can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Be sure to like the Facebook page, follow the Facebook page. Uh, you know, obviously like the podcast through whatever format or all the formats if you would be awesome to do that. Um, that you listen to. Guess who is back today on the day where we uh, have a no-show regarding basketball. Jeremy shows up and we're going to talk a little bit about um, the process of today, what it means for both schools, uh, you know, trying to break down the NCAA in regard to how that is played. Jeremy coming off his own COVID battle. How you feeling today, man? Oh my gosh, I, you know, I feel a lot better. Um, yeah, how appropriate this cancellation and I just go through COVID. Um, I, I am, look, I, you know, we don't really like to talk about this stuff too much because it's just not our angle, but, um, it's a platform. So I'm going to use it today. Um, look, man, I, the COVID thing has been crazy. I think we all know that. Um, I, I just wanted to announce, you know, to you, Tyler, I told, we talked off air, but I think people could learn a little something. Number one. I'm still confused on what happened <laughs> to me because I tested four times in the last uh, month. So I just wanted to say this today so we can kind of like lead this into the Michigan thing. Um, my, when I first tested, I was positive early December. So I was like, you know, I felt like crap. The same stuff, you know, no smell, no taste. Temperature was going up and down. Um, didn't feel terrible, but then that's when I, I got the blood clots. Um, Tyler, I tested three other times after getting blood clots. I was negative twice and shockingly positive in the hospital 15, 16 days ago. Um, when I tested positive for COVID, I had none of the symptoms. So I, I don't think any of us, Tyler, really know what the hell's going on. Um, I don't think when people say, well, they're probably false negatives. I say, well, what if they were false positives? Um that's how I, I operate. I know that that's one of the things. And, and the last thing I want to say, because I know we got so much to talk about here, the Michigan basketball players that got COVID, the protocol has changed so much. So for me, I was to isolate for 10 days. I did. Um, it didn't help me. I can tell you that much. But five days, I think, Tyler, may, may be wrong, is where they're supposed to quarantine now correct uh something like that pending statuses of whatever it may be vaccinations boosters whatever so yeah and which is a complete joke by the way number one number two lastly before we really dive into this every single one of the guys has been cleared to play there was just an article unless that article is false which you know i don't know misrepresentation bad media coverage happens a lot in this state we know that but from everything that's been reported from what Joan Howard said all those guys were ready they just aren't 100 percent well well no kidding none of us are 100 percent after COVID the bottom line is the game should have been played today they had enough guys the guys that were sick were able to play and clear to play by reports so Look, this is a – we're worried because we've had COVID thing. This is not a going by the rules, 
rules don't state that there shouldn't have been a game today. I got lots of questions, Tyler. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I've, yeah, well, hopefully that's not all you're going to say because we're going to dive into this a little bit more now. Here, yeah. Here's the deal is the, the rules now state, um, just so everybody out there is clear uh, who's listening, um, you got to have seven scholarship players and one coach. If you have that, you play. Unless uh, the other coach is concerned. Um, and then if you're unable to play, you try to reschedule. If there's no rescheduling, it's declared a no contest. Now, if the other, if the team who has the problems cannot prove that uh, they were unable to play following those standards, then it results in a forfeiture. And that is, I mean, according you, you read something different than I did because according to Chris Solari. He said that they didn't have the seven players. Now, that being said, we don't know who's available. We don't know who's not available. We don't have a list, and that's what I want. Because here, here's the thing, is I went in on Michigan today, had my social media. Uh, yeah, I'm livid that this game is canceled. This game should not be canceled based upon the accounts that I've heard, just like uh, what you said. And when you really break this thing down, I don't have a reason to trust you of them. Why would I? Because here, here's my situation with it. First off, during your press conference when you canceled the Ohio State game, uh, you know, during uh, the 2020 season, when you canceled that game, you sat there and said, yeah, we have a few COVID issues. You know, then you go in and you start talking about guys who are banged up, guys who just aren't feeling well. Well, yeah, you played like eight games of football nobody's feeling great at that point or seven games of football at that time so no yeah no, nobody's 100 percent you play that game period and then you have what happened last year with the illinois game illinois had an opportunity to go out and try to win the big 10 title and you called that game off then Whoa. you Year number one, this has to be noted. You know, I'm a straight shooter here. I'm going to call how it is on both ends. Last year, it wasn't just Michigan canceling games. There was other teams they played that canceled. But here was the problem. What they, what Michigan did that made it a little fishy was they didn't just go after it very sternly about making up for those games. While Indy, or Illinois said, we're getting all 20 in no matter what. Michigan State said, we're getting all 20 in even if way too many games Michigan didn't do that Michigan said nah we're gonna sit back and we're gonna use this and and we're not gonna play so they had some COVID uh things go on um at the school the players were fine last year for Michigan yep they didn't have any COVID last year it was in the university so what happened was the university obviously COVID last year was different than this year this year, they're trying to say, well, you know, we're trying to limit the quarantine. We're trying to do all this. Last year, it was way more strict, obviously, as far as, oh, if, if you had contact around someone, we're canceling. That was what yeah. happened last year. Well, what I, my point of all that is this. Michigan, the problem they're having with all this COVID stuff, Tyler, is they are doing whatever it takes to not 
reschedule or doing whatever it takes to say, ah, we're worried about COVID, whatever. I mean, that's what they're doing. <laughs> and that's the problem. That's the issue where other teams are saying, we'll do whatever it takes to make up for that. Michigan's saying, nah, we're good, man. So that's my problem for Michigan, among many others. Yeah, and they – I mean, first off, like you said, they didn't even have the COVID issues last year, and they still ducked Illinois. And then they obviously ducked Ohio State because they were talking about injuries during their COVID press conference, not actual COVID situations for the most part. And now all of a sudden you're spiral, spiraling out of control. You know, you're on the outside looking into the NCAA tournament. You got number 10 Michigan State who they haven't played great, but – they're getting wins and they're getting big 10 road wins. Um, you're playing that team who's won, what is it like eight of their last nine or something like that? Nine of their last 10, whatever type of winning streak they're on. And you're just like, Hey, you know what? Uh, this is a look. I'm, I'm not buying. I don't have a reason to believe that. And if they're under that, if they're under that seven man thing, well then, Print it out there. Put it out there. Put your media team on it. Put your social media team on it. Put your marketing team on it and say, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, all test positive. Because well, I heard they're, they're I, not going to do that. This is what people need to realize. And I'm really, I'm really glad we're having this conversation because uh, this is not in any way to deflect from what Michigan's doing wrong. But the bottom line is the way Michigan handles medical health things, they're trying to cover their ass every second of the day. You know, you, you, you talk to people that work at the University of Michigan uh, at Mott or wherever, and, oh, gosh, even saying this, I'm worried someone may kill me. But they're going to do whatever it takes to not get any more lawsuits that they already freaking have. I've had friends that work there, <coughs> and they will do anything to cover their own ass. So if that means we're not going to issue no statements about anybody about COVID who has it, um, we're not going to issue any statements on how we've done our own protocol, by the way, the, 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 the mystique of the amazing doctors that are U of M. Wow. They're not bringing out any information on how they're handling COVID. Well, they're trying to protect their ass. They, they don't, you know, Michigan could be doing something completely wrong with COVID they could be not handling it correctly. Um, another thing, I know I'm getting off base, but this is the truth, in my opinion, and I've seen data with this. People getting these boosters left and right are not feeling very good right away. Guess who just got all the boosters recently? Every single athlete on the football team, and I'm pretty sure most of the basketball players. So yeah. I think the problem I have, Tyler, is this. We all know COVID sucks. We all know mm -hmm. that. But that doesn't mean you don't go along with what the guidelines are and what the rules are for competing. We're all going through this shit. That's just how it is. Michigan should have canceled the Rutgers game. They didn't. I got a lot of problems with that. If you just had players that test and you're going out there to New Jersey, that's a huge red flag. And now you're not playing on Saturday. Yeah, I, I got a lot of problems with that, Tyler. It, it makes it seem very irresponsible. It, it makes everyone question it, rightfully so, that has yeah. common well, sense. And, and the thing is, is right now you are to the point where you either jeopardize the Rutgers team. Right. Or you're just stuck in Michigan State. Those are the two options now. 
And based upon last year, look, I have a tendency to clean. <laughs> it is what it is. And I don't have any other reason to believe otherwise. That is why I want to see the list. You know, because last year or against Rutgers, they put it together. Hey, Brandon Johns isn't out there. Terrence Williams isn't out there. What is it? Zeb Jackson they had for personal issues, which means that's not a COVID-related situation. And so I need, I need to see it. If you want me to believe you of them, if you want me to believe anything that they did, if they're actually following the Big Ten guidelines, which came out this year, like I said, seven scholarship players. Let's just say if, they're not. Let's if, just call it how it is. They're not following the Big Ten. They live by their own rules, and, and it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing on how again that is, and that's why I said what I said to you off air, how I'm, I've never been more embarrassed. They're not following the, the guidelines within the conference health-wise. There's a, here's the guidelines. It's a sport. This is not a health competition. This is what was put out there. You're an athlete. And we talked about this last year, Tyler. You're going to risk playing through COVID. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I go and put myself at risk if I go to work. I got COVID. I don't know where I got it. I train athletes. I put myself at risk. I'm not going to blame everyone. And I'm also not going to make excuses if there's guidelines. If I work for the Big Ten or something that's a corporation like that, an organization, if they say this is what we should do and I don't do it, you should be punished. That's how life works. You know, like you signed up to be an athletic program and, you know, here you are, you've got seven players, you're cleared to play, you got a coach, and you're not playing. That's a yeah. punishment. I'm sorry. That, 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 that's a punishment. That's a forfeit because you're not doing what everyone else is doing. You're not above everyone else. Yeah, and, and there's, 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 rumors circ- there's rumors circulating right now that they're canceling Illinois too or postponing Illinois too. Um, <laughs> well, I, they play I, Purdue I, next. They play Purdue Tuesday at home. So that's the game that would be okay. possibly canceled. But here's uh, okay, the thing. Then I must have read something wrong. Well, we've seen how they did this because I'm on the Michigan side. Look at how they did it last year. They were canceled for how many days? 12, 13, 14. So don't be surprised if Michigan rides this thing out. Year. We do not feel comfortable yeah. with, and here's our protocol. Screw your guidelines, Big Ten. This is our Michigan's protocol. That's what's going on right now. Yeah, and I, it, look, it's embar- it's embarrassing for the university because there was absolutely zero indication. Tom Izzo said it in his press conference because you know the rumor started circling Tuesday or Wednesday morning or something like that um, before. I mean, Michigan State even played against Nebraska that this game might be canceled. And Tom Izzo on Thursday during his press conference said Juwan Howard has given him zero indication or any um, reason. He's given him zero indication. He's given him zero reason as to why the game on Saturday may potentially be postponed. And so Michigan State went out there Friday night. They had their shoot around at 9 p.m. last night. And the game was canceled after a shoot-around. And so the way it was handled by Juan Howard, the way it's been handled by the University of Michigan, the way the COVID thing in general has been handled by the University of Michigan, 
ducking Ohio State last year, ducking Illinois last year, ducking Michigan State this year. And ultimately, the deal with uh, an athlete in a athletic director's car getting in a car wreck at 3 in the morning and dealing with the – or lack of dealing with the Bo Schembechler situation, the entire athletic department is a freaking joke. It needs to be struck down. Well, look, I understand you're very emotional about this, which you should be. And you hate Michigan, which you should also. <laughs> but <laughs> let, let me – let me say this though, and, and I said this to you last year, and it's just the truth. And the bottom line at that university, the people who are in charge, the people that really, really make decisions or, or have a say, I guess I should, you know, point out, they are so stuck in their own beliefs. And also the, the bottom line, everyone I talked to out here last year, Tyler, they didn't want basketball to be played at all. They thought it was absolutely ridiculous how unhealthy it was. They thought it was absolutely ridiculous indoor events having fans still. That's why they went with uh, you got to prove vaccines, which Michigan State's doing as well because yep. higher-ups at both schools, believe me, they, they, they love sports because of the money, but they don't really like sports. So at Michigan, it's even worse because you got all these doctors and, and all these people in charge who are major, major medical people. And you know how that goes in today's age. Boy, they're they really thinking about their pockets in ways. It's just incredible while trying to compete through it. Basically, what they're saying is this. <clears throat> we'll dictate when we want to compete. Screw you. That's what Michigan's saying. We'll dictate by our own rules because we are Michigan and we are the healthiest and we are the leaders and best. And that's why I'm embarrassed because the arrogance and the pompous attitude by the university is incredible. The way they've handled the Bo Schembecker thing, I'm not very comfortable at all about. Uh, you know, I, I think it's terrible. I think John Vaughn, I feel horrible for someone like him. I feel bad for all the players. Um, the problem there is we know where it is. You got hundreds of other people supporting a dead coach in Bo Schembechler. You got tons of people with money that have a say, and it's just never going to come down. It's all about money, Tyler. It's all about power. It's arrogance. It's elitist, and it's liberal. Sorry, but it is. I hate to be on all this thing today, but I'm embarrassed. I'm very embarrassed. Um, the way Michigan has handled things, the spirit of competition is out the window now. I mean, let's just be honest. Let's call it how it is. Michigan does not have spirit of competition. Michigan has, we're going to do whatever it takes to be successful on the way we do it. Not, not by playing by the rules. We're going to be successful by when we dictate when we get to play and you get to have to deal with it. Michigan you, State, kiss my ass. You can come you, all, you, all you want. Yeah, you, you get to deal with our mental gymnastics and the way that we're going to handle our situation. And like I said, look, maybe if you show me which players tested positive on your team, if you show me that, I'll give you a little bit of slack. But Michigan's going to be in no hurry to do that. They're going to be in – they're just not going to do it, period. And you can say all you want, oh, it's uh, 
confidentiality and this and that and whatever. I really don't care at this point. I don't well, have a reason. That's what it is. Yeah, but I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a reason to believe Michigan. There is absolutely zero reason to believe Juan Howard, to believe Ward Manuel, to believe anybody in their handling of any situation. And, and COVID aside, the Jeff Jackson thing was part of the is part of the problem as well. I, there, nothing that they have done has been from an honest standpoint. And the problem is is. Now it's becoming more and more acceptable to sit there and just throw that blatant hypocrisy out and just say, you know, we got enough money to cover our own butts and however we decide to handle whatever we decide to handle. And that is the biggest joke that I've seen in college athletics, and it's the entire athletic department at U of M. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of their arrogance. I'm sick and tired of the fact that you had radio announcers call games for the entire year when they just called bull on everybody who came out and said Bo Schembechler covered up rape. I'm sick and tired of how the athletic director didn't face any sort of inquiry or anything like that investigation in regard to uh, a student-athlete driving his car or his wife's car, sorry, student-athlete driving his wife's car because something about that seems somewhat like an impermissible benefit. Um, I'm, oh, I thought it was Obama's, you know, never mind. I won't go that route. The uh, Obama's daughter's car? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that was amazing about my wife. Side vehicle. Uh, you know, look, man. But, Look, it, but ju- just their just their handling of everything is unbelievably sketchy. And if the Big Ten, if Kevin Warren wants to prove that he's a legitimate commissioner, unlike his predecessor, then he needs to do something about it. He'll never do it, and this is why. Money. And this is where the oh, absolutely. <laughs> there, there is no way Kevin Warren will ever ruin his own self by attacking. Those people. I mean, it's not, get, it's not attacking. It's looking and, and into. Well, here's the thing. That's what it will be looked at. Oh, poor yeah. Michigan. Look at Kevin Warren giving us a forfeit while we're dealing with oh, such the a only reason, The only reason he's doing it is because his kid goes <laughs> to Michigan State. No, I don't. Well, if anyone says that, that's just stupid. Well, but that's what the, would happen. The bottom line, well, there's a lot of stupidity in this state. I've already told you that. Yeah. Uh, both fan bases have... You know, I, I just give them I, – I don't know what to think half the time, the, the people that even have a say that do sports shows or whatever in this state. But I, this is what I will say. I don't know how it's possible for me to ever look at University of Michigan athletics. Like, it's it's hard not to root for a team you grew up liking, right? I mean, we've had this funny talk all the time. Jeremy, you'll never give up on them. Look, every time they do more of this stuff, it's hard for me to really enjoy the university. And I told you this, Tyler, multiple times. I mean, I'm not the typical Michigan fan, you know, like, and I like saying it because you want to know why? I don't want to be like these yahoos. I, I, I just don't think Michigan will ever become great again, which they've never been really that great ever. But I don't think they'll ever be respected as much as they used to be by me unless they handle things differently. And the thing about it is, 
I got a lot of respect for people like John Beeline. Got oh, a lot yeah. of respect for people like Lloyd Carr. I can't imagine this ever happening on John Beeline or Lloyd Carr's watch. I just can't. I, 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 you know, because nothing has ever been close to that. John Beeline would have had his team play today. Bottom line, if he had a choice, if John Beeline had a choice, they're playing basketball today with eight guys, seven guys, whatever. And if, and they, figure it and out. if they did not, if they were not going to play basketball today, he would have had that conversation with Izzo. Well, and, and there would be a respect there. And that's mm-hmm. the problem. And, and, you know, look, Jim he, Harbaugh, I'll never be a supporter. You know, Jim Harbaugh did a really good job this year with that staff. They won a lot of games. Great job. And they, they were – it was fantastic how they stepped up. But I will never forget how they handled COVID the year before. I thought they handled it completely irresponsibly. I thought they were – pompous and arrogant about how safe they were being and health first well then they had a bunch of COVID cases so part of me says wait a minute I thought you guys were so healthy like what happened what were you how come you didn't control that Jim so I have a problem with that they had a great year this year I thought they handled COVID well whatever you know they won the Big Ten they earned it they had a good year great year and got pounded whatever I'm sick and tired of the attitude with this university that no matter what we do, we're right. That's where I'm getting tired. You know, I'm getting tired of, no, admit where you went wrong. Admit last year, Jim Harbaugh, you know, we could have maybe done a better job with COVID, you know, just be a man, just admit that, you know, last year we had a lot of guys that were hurt and sick and we just didn't feel like we could able to be people feel like we ducked that's fine you know we just didn't feel safe enough to play that was never the case they didn't come out and say stuff like that it was completely swept under the rug it was completely you know behind the scenes michigan saying we just can't do it see you later talk to you later fuck off sorry for my language but that's how mad i am today it was incredible and and i am disgusted tyler i'm disgusted as a man you step up and you admit where you're wrong. I've admitted many times when I've been wrong. Michigan athletics will never, never admit when they're wrong. And that is incredible to me. And Jawan Howard, he's got to step up and make a statement, man. Mr. Jawan, the Big Ten champ from last year. You know what? You're going to have tricks. Yeah, you're going to have to start making some statements about – you know, we're going to have to reevaluate the way we're handling COVID. Because if you're so health first, what's going on? And also, hey, we can't, we can't escape COVID, Tyler. It's going to happen, right? Make a freaking statement. Say, look, with COVID, we're going to have to play through this thing. Because that's what the guidelines say in this conference. We're going to have to find a way to compete through COVID. They are not saying that. You know what they're saying by their actions? We'll let you know when we're ready. That is absolute BS, Tyler, and I can't support it. No one should be able to support that. No, and I'm, I, th- I, think, I think you're exactly right. And um, That's why I want statements. That's why I want people out there in the media right now asking these questions. I want to forfeit the whole year. I mean, seriously, if, if you, you're that you, 
Yeah, just, you, you, you might as well coach K from last year. Oh, yeah. you know what? We just got our butts in to us by Michigan State. We're going to tap out the rest of the right. um, non-conference. And just, At least you are honest. Hey, we don't feel safe playing in COVID. Hey, you know what? You're going to get judged, but at least you're, t- at least you're being honest. I don't know. You know. Here's the thing. No, I, here's the thing. Coach K wasn't even honest either because he just punked out of the entire non-conference season. Like, oh, yeah. Th- this is – here's the thing. And how it relates to actual basketball, Michigan needed to play that game today. <laughs> you're they on the outside looking in at the tournament. you got to get a signature win. Right. This was a good opportunity. And so they they needed this. They didn't view it as important. That indicates to me you have no competitive fire. And that's why that's part of the reason I want the game played today, because I guarantee you Tom Izzo's gonna be the most professional person in the world when he takes uh when he takes a microphone at uh his next press conference. Or he handles this next interview. He's going to be the most professional person in the world about it. But I guarantee you, in practice, he's getting them fired up for January 29th. Well, I, I can tell you this, and you know, I, I can't wait. All all I want to see is 114 to 63 part two. Well, that won't happen because this team's not that good. But but at, <laughs> no. at the same time, <clears throat> Tom. Is, is a professional, but he is stern too. He made a statement where, you know, he made a, a, a point to, to say, well, I think Michigan wants to play just as much as us. He said that. I thought that that was, you know, it, it was a, well, I don't think he really believes that. And I think he'll make a statement that. Oh, no, it, there, there's, he believes it. But I, no. like I said, he's, he's a professional. He's, he's going to handle it as such. Yeah, he's willing to not obliterate Michigan publicly like we are. Now, he will make a statement, though, and say, look, we played without guys and we just figured it out. I mean, Illinois last year, you know, and I can't stand Underwood in Illinois, but I will say this. Everything he said last year, I understand. He made it like we did whatever it freaking took to get those 20 games in. And not everybody else did that. And that was a call out to Juwan, and that's why there's a huge rivalry here between Illinois and Michigan, because mm-hmm. Illinois said, you copped out, we figured it out. We had COVID issues too. We had yeah. other teams cancel on us too, but we got 20 games in. Tom Izzo last year, Tom Izzo said, yeah, we got COVID problems too, but guess what? We're going to get those 20 in. And, and you know, that was where I look back and I go, you know what? That really is frustrating for me to think back Jawan and them copped out last year too, and and you know that's just because you, here's the thing you defended them last year. I did. You can't anymore. When when you do it again and again, you know eventually you go okay. The way they're handling this thing is 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 incorrectly. You know, I mean, you just got to admit it. A, a true person would would do that. I think last year they handled it incorrectly because they didn't go all out to try to get those twenty in because. You want to know why they wanted to sneak their way into a big 10 title. I said it. And it was hard for me to admit it last year because COVID was so crazy last year. Right. Yeah. When you really look at, still. Yeah. When you look at the way they've handled protocol in other sports and the way they're handling it today by canceling this game, 
it is completely arrogant. It's embarrassing and it's disrespectful to competition because they did it one time and I got to go, ah, maybe they really were worried about COVID. That's not what it is. This is a dodging of competition while going through COVID. Whooped. That's all this is, Tyler. That is 100% what it is. I've been a Michigan fan my whole life. I can admit it. This is dodging the bullet. Well, we dealt with COVID and they're not ready yet, so let's not get our butts whooped. While everyone else is saying, we got to get the games in. I'm embarrassed, Tyler. I'm embarrassed. And this is a huge red flag for this program. It just is. Yeah. Look, I... Here's the thing is there was a res- there was a respect level between Izzo and Bayline that I've ever seen between any Michigan and Michigan State coaches in any sport. Um, I mean, obviously, you can respect winning, but certain attitudes and things like that, look, you, you don't see it all the time. And uh, so th- there was something there with Izzo and Bayline that I thought was absolutely incredible. Just threw Juwan Howard just threw that out the window. He, oh yeah, he he's never been on that level. No, and uh, and he never. I, 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 I think I think I think Izzo tried this. I think Izzo tried to keep that level of respect. It's long gone now. Oh, you you imagine the Iron Mountain champion, the, the Iron Mountain hero, and what he's feeling right now when his players literally just dealt with COVID. Just recently, by the way. Yeah, just play two best without your best post defender and without your best perimeter defender. And I'm going to tell you something. That matters. And the thing about it is, look, I made a statement last year, and I admit when I'm wrong. And I said this to you off air to some of our friends. Well, Michigan, the games that got canceled, what are the chances that they really lose those games? Well, let me tell you something. I was wrong because on any given night in the Big Ten Conference, those three games could have been losses for Michigan because it's hard to win in the Big Ten. And Illinois was really good last year, too. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't just you know, the three games. They played Illinois, though. That's the thing that they didn't play them on the road. I'm pretty sure, right? They they, they skipped the road outing. So, But they got obliterated. In- they got obliterated at home. Well, okay, so here's the bottom line. Michigan plays at Illinois. They're going to lose. I mean, yep. that, that was a terrible matchup for Michigan. So they got four losses to Illinois. So there you go. Now you already tied. But here's the thing. Michigan had two other games they didn't play. I believe it was Indiana and Penn State. I'm pretty sure. Both teams, Michigan was better than. We can all agree on that. But yeah. that doesn't mean – I mean, look, Minnesota beat the crap out of Michigan last year. Minnesota was dog crap a lot, of, a lot last year. Yeah. So there's no reason for any of us well, to like have an B- argument. Yeah, like when Beeline was trying to get going, like when he was trying to get the program off the ground, like his team of Zach Novak beat a team with Kalen Lucas and Darrell Summers. Like, it could happen. That, yeah, and that, it, was, that, where, that, that was where I was wrong. I was wrong last year by that because I know as a competitive athlete on any given night, I mean, look, how many times have you seen it when we played high school? We beat teams we shouldn't have beat. You know, you know, I remember as a sophomore beating a team that was ranked number two in state. I mean, it, and we were 10 and 10. It happens in basketball. It's, it's not really like football. You know, basketball, a couple guys get hot. You know, that's what happens. So the, I was wrong last year. I know better than that. I mean, in any given night in basketball, a couple guys start hitting shots. Boom. 
the game changes. Remember when Trey Burton and State beat them? They were the worst team in the Big Ten. Remember that game? Or Penn State uh, beat them. I mean, you, you, you can go back. You can look at Michigan State and their uh, struggles with uh, Boo Booey at Northwestern, or oh, when God. they were. That, or when they were really good in like what was it 2010 they went to the Big Ten 20 went to the Final Four. Uh, Kevin Koble he went off on them for Northwestern, and so th- those types of get those types of things happen. And Absolutely. So it was, and, and let me 2010. But I've been on a rampage with you today. I mean, and I'm I'm on your side today. And and here's the thing. I must say this too. It's very hard for me looking back as an athlete, watching this take place. You know, I grew up, Tyler, you know how we all were. We were all friends. You know, you, you live and die as a Spartan or a Wolverine, right? It's just how the state is. The things that I see as I've gotten older on the Michigan side has been really, really deflating for me because. You don't want and to that turn goes back. back to Tom Brady deflating footballs. No, <laughs> you know, and the <laughs> thing about well, it's not to add Tom in this. Tom's on a different level, but the yeah. thing that bothers me is no matter what Antonio Brown thinks, Tom Brady's on a different level. Yeah, yeah. The thing that bothers me the most, being someone who fought to compete through injury, someone who played through sickness. You know, I know it's COVID. I know it's different. We all know because the doctors will tell you every day, and they'll and they'll rub it in your face every day. And what you got to do, or you die. Well, let me tell you something. As an athlete, if I played through COVID, you know damn well I would have played through that stuff. Tyler, you know I would have, and you know there would have been no stopping me. And if and if I was one of the guys that got sick, and I was able to play that this weekend against Michigan State. Oh, you bet your butt! I would have been in that game playing. Yeah, That's and like, because because they need to. They they. Not if they if they're gonna sit there, and we we don't know what this holds because Purdue is on schedule and they're gonna come out a little bit angry. If maybe the best player in the Big Ten already in the sophomore uh, area, yeah. in J. He's been amazing. Yeah, and then you have uh, Illinois, which has Kofi Coburn back. They're short yeah. a player, too. I don't know the status of. Um, oh, amazing. They still play. Yeah. And so it, those games are next. How Michigan handles this is going to tell us everything we need to know. Well, and, I, I can tell you this, Tyler. I, I, I don't care how they do. You know, I, I really don't. I I I I never really I've always kind of had my reservations with Juwan as he kind of sticks his chest out like he's better than everyone and this is Michigan you know and, he's the young coach the hot coach whatever and, and you know the guy can recruit and rightfully so he earned that you know he played in Fab Five I get it I'm not knocking the guy completely but I'm gonna tell you something man he is. On the on the blow on the totem pole for me for respect, I can tell you that much. And I'm a huge Calipari guy, and Calipari, just like Tom said, we'll play wherever we want, whenever, whatever it takes. Calipari made no excuses about COVID from day one. 
just like Tom. He was very similar in attitude. We'll figure it out. We'll get the games done. Last year, they were terrible. Zero excuses were made from Calipari last year. Coach K lost a lot of respect from him, Tyler, because he made it 100% about COVID. No, your team just sucks right now. And, and Calipari made it very clear. Hey, we weren't very good. He, he was very – he was 100. Remember, I used to send you stuff. He was 100 about it. We're just not playing good. And that's just what it was. He never made it about COVID, ever. Yep. Yep. Uh, we're we're, we're going to shift gears here just for a second because yeah. we need to get going. Um, there's rumors uh, about Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. And there's there and his relationship with his family. His relationship, the Vegas Raiders have an interim head coach right now. I want to get your thoughts on that. Um, I could give two craps, to be honest. What he, I just don't really care. I think if he stays, I think it will be the same as it's been. If he leaves, um, I don't know if it will be better or worse. I can't see it being much better, that's for sure. Um, do I think Jim Harbaugh should be in the NFL? I thought from day one he should have went back, I, I just for him personally thought he was more of an NFL coach. I've told you that numerous times. Yeah. Um, what does it mean for Michigan? Like I said, I, I, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of positive thoughts right now. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't think it matters either way, Tyler. I really don't. I mean, I think they'd find another really good coach or a solid coach, or they would go the Rich Rodriguez route and hire some guy that doesn't fit in. I mean, I, at this point, my respect level, my faith level in that university and athletics is pretty low. Um, and I call it how it is. I'm not holding back. I mean, I, I think that this was an absolute disgrace, what happened today. I, I think it brings you right back to last year when Harbaugh canceled and the athletic department canceled Ohio State, which I thought was incredibly wrong. Uh, they handled it. It was the first time they did it, so I, did, I had a lot of wondering why. So the Jim Harbaugh thing, dude, look, man, I could give two craps what they do. I just, I just don't care anymore. You know, Jim Harbaugh went out there and said this was one of the greatest seasons in the history of Michigan football after getting obliterated. Uh, why do I care if he goes? I mean, the guy literally made that statement. People say statements don't matter. They do. Yeah. They do matter. When you get pounded by Georgia and then less than 20 minutes after you say this is one of the greatest seasons in the history of this program, I go, wow, that's not good. I mean, there's quite a few national championships out there. You know, you would like with how many Michigan has, I wouldn't exactly call that one of the greatest seasons. Plus, we have all those years of Bo. He was just well, outside of a championship. So, why Jim Harbaugh said it like that? You want to know why? Because they really believe that. Even when they lose, they think that they're great. They they yeah. they really want you to believe that they're great, no matter what they do. And guess what? My eyes didn't lie. You got punished. You should have lost by 60. Yeah. If you want to say it's the greatest season. Dan, Georgia laid off. Uh, if you want to say the greatest season ever, that's fine. But let me just tell you something. My eyes have seen a lot better seasons. So, you know, you know, if you want me to believe that, you got another thing coming. So, yeah. great season, yes. Great season. Big Ten champs. They did a hell of a job. They really did. The staff. That, that staff really did a good job. They hired some good pieces. Yep. But Jim Harbaugh goes, see you later. I could care less. I won't miss him at all. 
And I will just love to have a coach that can have a normal interview. It will be amazing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But obviously the Raiders aren't going to do anything until they're in the playoffs, which yeah. once, once the Colts win, that's the case. Because right. they play a Jacksonville team. It's a win in your situation. You got best yes. defense in football. You got best running back in football. Um, yeah, I, I've, I'm just big saying the Kari Willis thing might have something to do with it. Yeah. Um, but th- that defense is so good, led by Darius Leonard. Once the Colts win, um, once that uh, Chargers Raiders game is over, which I think that's a Sunday night game. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, uh, you know that's that's when uh, that's when uh, everyone should start paying it. If the Colts somehow lose and the Chargers and Raiders play to a tie or the Raiders win, then uh, obviously this is going to be elongated even further down the road, at least for one more week. But oh, and by the last thing I want to say, this is this is how pathetic this university is athletically. As much as I can't stand Jim Harbaugh. I still respect him. He had a great year. The the thing that's hilarious about all this, you'll love this because you love when Michigan falls to the ground so quickly by their arrogance. Love to watch it. Ward Manuel, from what I'm hearing, they gave Jim Harbaugh an incredibly terrible offer. It, it cracks me up that the university that's so powerful and so rich Nobody wants to step up and pay the guy who gave them one of the greatest seasons ever. And it's hilarious. And, and, and they just keep Tyler, their arrogance continues to kill him. You guys have all said it and you're right. The arrogance continues. Jim Harbaugh gave all of his bonus money, most of it, at least to other people. That was a really nice thing. I don't like Jim Harbaugh, but yeah. I'll tell you what, I respected the hell it's respectable for me to say that. that that was respectable. But as he does that, Ward manual and people still can't give the guy a major bonus. It cracks me up how incredibly arrogant they are. And that's why I I, I don't care because Jim Harbaugh for Jim Harbaugh's sake, he should go to Vegas. You gave him a great year. Get the hell out of there. They don't even want to give you a fair shake. So it's just incredible. Tyler, this program is never going to be elite. They don't know how to handle things. They don't know how to respect people. They don't know how to respect the rules. They don't know how to respect health protocol. And they don't even know how to respect their own conference rules. So <laughs> you get everything you deserve, man, when you act like this. I'm sorry. You just do. Yeah. yeah. Look, as far as the hardball thing goes, you know, we'll, we'll stay on top of that. Basketball eventually is going to be played. Um, Go Kentucky. Go Kentucky. At some point. As some Michigan State obviously will be ready to go. I think went game against Minnesota, so we'll cover that a little bit. Just uh, call Calipari. Let's just call him and, and say, "Hey, hey, we'll, we'll, tomorrow." Yeah, Calipari yeah. and Tom will talk and they'll play. They'll play each other. Yeah. Cal, Cal, it, it, interesting. Inter- interesting scenario though. The one window. Michigan State is between Northwestern and Wisconsin. There's about a five-day layoff. Yeah, for that. Yep. Still kind of crowded around that area. Quick question before: Should they play it against Michigan's will? That night, give Michigan back-to-back games. Yeah, boy, absolutely. 
they should do whatever it takes to make sure they get that game. And if you're not going to forfeit them, because that's absolute BS. Yes. They should play eight hours after the last game. They should play 25 minutes after the game against Michigan state because Michigan state went all the way out here, did their shoot around, did their things. They just had guys that had COVID. They played after it. You just played New Jersey on Tuesday. That's an absolute slap in the face to Michigan state disrespectful and completely against the guidelines. So yeah, it could, the tire of the game could end and they could, they could be like us after we gave up too many points against Addison and run suicides. Fall I care. They can run <laughs> suicides, then play the game. That's where I'm at with this thing right now. That's how angry I am. Yeah. The, so between uh, Michigan running suicides after a game and then uh, us running Addison after a game is Michigan probably is not going to win that game by 71 points and still have to run. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, but, I'm not sick of it, dude. I mean, we're just six minutes away from the game when it should have been starting. I feel terrible for Michigan State uh, players and coaches, number one. Um, but I feel really bad for all the other teams, too, that have busted their hump to get these games in and done whatever it takes. While Michigan, you can you all the memes, they deserve it. They deserve all the memes. This isn't a joke. Did you I'm see, sorry. I, I, got, I got one question for you. Did you see the uh, video I sent you this morning of my daughter? Yes. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I mean, look, this is this is why it's so hard to root for him. Like I said, man, I, I know we, we, we go back and forth and you always give me a hard time. But look, as a guy who lived and breathed Michigan athletics, I mean, going to their camps as a kid and really, really wanting to be a Michigan Wolverine, it's, it's really hard, man. It's really hard to look at this and go, wow, I really want to support this, you know, and that's, that's coming from an honest place, man. I mean, that's not coming from, you know, trying to stir up the pot. It's just really sad. It's yeah. sad seeing this take place. It just is. Yeah, and uh, look, like I said, we'll keep you posted. Any comments or excuses made by Juwan Howard, we'll talk about those. We'll oh, yeah, talk, I can't uh, wait for his statements. It's going to be all BS, and you know it. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about those. Uh, we'll keep an eye on the Harbaugh thing for you guys. And yeah, said a breakthrough um, off topic. Uh, you know, we talked about the players coming back from Michigan State. Jaden Reed, Xavier Henderson, Jarrett Horst is coming back now. And after they lost him after the Michigan game, yeah. uh, best offensive lineman on the team. Spider does commit a few penalties here and there, but you know, he gave Aiden Hutchinson all he could handle um, yep. when they played each other. So. We'll obviously try to break that down a little bit later. But, yeah, we'll, like I said, keep you posted regarding any. We're fully into basketball season if Juwan Howard uh, says it is so. And so we'll keep track of that Yeah, as well. But uh, that does it for us today. For Jeremy File, I'm Tyler Hayward. This is The Trouble with the Snap.